Heavenly Father, give us eyes to see and ears to hear and hearts broken open by your love. Amen. So what day is it? I don't know about you, but in these past nine months, I find myself asking that question on a regular basis. The isolation and social distancing, along with the unseasonably warm temperatures, creates a sort of sameness to the days in 2020 so far. However, today we have some signs that point to a new day. Notice the blue hangings, the advent wreath, and the candles, the blue vestments. And we began our service with a litany, prayers to awaken our hearts and minds to the new season, the new day. When we get to communion in the Eucharistic prayer, we will hear, For in these last days you sent Jesus your Son, to be incarnate from the Virgin Mary, to be the Savior and Redeemer of the world. We use this version of the prayer to remind us what day it is, what season it is, where we are in God's story. All the signs, the colors, the words, the music tell us that it is Advent. This year, like all our years, we await the celebration of Jesus' birth at Christmas and we await his coming again in glory. And, that, and yet, this year is unlike any other for most of us. Illness, death, loneliness, separation from loved ones, a raging world pandemic, political turmoil, of course, suffering is always present, but our awareness of it is heightened this year. So perhaps the words from Isaiah are your cry to God. Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down! Save us! We are your people. Where are you, God? You have hid your face from us. We have sinned, but you're the one who made us with your own hands. Things are really, really bad. Nothing we have tried is working. We need you, God. Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down and fix all of this. Episcopal priest and theologian Fleming Rutledge reminds us that Advent begins in the dark. Isaiah writes in a dark time, after the Israelites have returned from exile in Babylon, and that longed-for return is not as they had hoped. Turns out that darkness and sin came home with them. Isaiah's prayer is kind of all over the place, the way we may feel now. Why is this happening? Is God angry? What did he do? 
save me. Protect me and my loved ones. Surely it will be better when there is a vaccine, when there is a new administration, when I can hug my grandchildren, when we reach our stewardship goal, when we can be back together here in the church building on Sundays. God, please answer my prayer. You are the one in whom I put my trust, and it's pretty dark and chilly over here. Rutledge says that Advent is not for the faint of heart. And I agree with her. If we pay attention to Isaiah and to the psalmist and to the story in the gospel today, we see it. Advent is not for the faint of heart. Those questions, our questions, the very real Advent questions, are difficult and timeless. If Jesus came to save us, why is the world still such a mess? Why do so many terrible things happen? Where is God? How long, O oh Lord, must we wait? The church has been asking these questions since the first century when Mark was writing his gospel. The parable that Jesus tells of the us this morning about the doorkeeper. He said, it's like a man going on a journey. When he leaves home and puts his slave in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come. We, like all the Christians who have lived before us, wait for the return without any knowledge of when it will be. Jesus tells us that only God the Father knows the time. We are to be alert, to be awake, to pay attention, and to do our work. The church is the home in the story that has been left to us in this in-between waiting time. So really the truth is that at bottom we are Advent people, always. Living between Jesus' incarnate life with us on earth and his returning glory at the end of the age. Do we believe this? It really does strike at our secular, rational enlightenment selves, doesn't it? But it's a promise. It's a promise from God. And God keeps God's promises. How do we know that? Well, because God tore open the heavens already and came down. Not in flames and trembling mountains, but in a dark stable with a trembling mother cradling a tiny baby. The promise has come. So we can trust the rest of the promise. Christ will come again. 
the impossible will happen because God does it. Not us. Poet W.H. Auden wrote, Nothing that can save us is possible. The human race cannot expect to receive any lasting comfort from the world or our own efforts. The comfort we so desperately need must come from somewhere else. A burst of transcendent power breaking in from beyond the earthly sphere. That's Rutledge again. God promises. God acts. God delivers. And we are told, watch for it. Be ready. So I'm wondering if we slow down our desire to get quickly to Christmas joy and instead give ourselves this year over to the Advent darkness that we face. As the colic said, now, in the time of this mortal life, now, we are in the time of this mortal life. If we live in the space in which we are invited over the next four weeks, I think we may find a more robust and authentic hope when we get to Christmas. Over the next couple of weeks, we'll listen to the prophets, to John the Baptist. And my hope is that we'll be praying and lamenting and longing, perhaps even eating bread wet with tears. May we stay awake to the pain of the world in solidarity with one another. We can then be like the watchmen looking for the dawn, trusting that as the sun peaks over the horizon on Christmas morning, the light we hope for is there. It's always there. By observing Advent, we will know that the greatest story, God's story, is for us. The pain and truth of our mortal lives, the miracle of Christmas birth, the miracle of death overcome, of resurrection life, and the return in glory when all will be set right once and for all. Good news indeed. God's news for us. So sing with gusto, my friends, Savior of the nations come, and make here your home. Amen.